Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Well, hello and welcome to today. Today is Wednesday, Arts and Wellness Wednesdays. I am so glad you could join me. It's going to be an amazing show, I say, and I'm totally going off the cuff. Well, not really. Um, I do have a kind of loose outline that I want to focus on. I've got some art news, things that are happening um, in the arts and health arena. Uh, there's a few things happening this week that if you're in in and around um, London then you can go to there are quite a few things happening here in Barbados and I recommend that you look at the link in the description it lists the Barbados arts online arts events and it's got um, a whole range of different events that are going on in Barbados for this month the new publication would have come out um, at the beginning of the month Um, and it is curated by Corrie Scott so have a look at that also have a look at the Artist Alliance page on their website there's several exhibitions coming up but um, I'm not going to go through all of those Um, you can check the links and you will be informed of what's going on in the Barbados Artists online magazine there's also articles in there so it's a very useful magazine online magazine online publication to check through and that's it's one of the publications well it is the publication that when I used to come to Barbados I would look through to see what was going on um, that I could go to yeah so it's and it's grown it's like over 200 pages of arts information and connections and things that you can go and see so what's happening i'll do the other news at the end of the podcast it's not going to be a very long podcast today because I'm in the midst of it and what you do when you are in the midst of it I don't know about you but sometimes I get quite tired my (laughs) my eyes start to feel tired and I'm just like I just want to go and have a nap but that's the thing that can happen when you take too much on or you don't get enough rest and so I can recognize that what I had been doing was getting on with what I was doing or trying to get on with what I was doing but also going to bed late and then I was waking up late and it had a knock-on effect because I normally wake up kind of like six o'clock but I've been waking up at like 7 30 and it's just like oh my gosh half the day's gone but yeah not really but it did it did kind of set you off on a footing that it was just like or I as I say I'm in the midst of it that it's it's like right we can't afford to let that happen if I'm tired and it's like 10.30, then I'll go to bed. That's what I need to be saying to myself so that I can wake up refreshed. So 
I've been working on a couple of things. There's the Artist Studio Tours, which I covered last week. It is over 30 artists coming together and opening their studios. Their studios are generally, generally open for the during the year, but for two days in February and two days in March, this is a coordinated effort where all of our studios are going to be open and you can hop on, hop off. If there was a tour going round, you could hop on and hop off. Or, you know, it's all very well located, signposted. It's going to be signposted, each artist taking part. There's the Google Maps available on the website and there's going to be a it's a, a brochure with a map of Barbados and all the artist studios and so I'm taking part in that and you can check it out at www.artiststudiotoursbarbados.com I will leave the link in the show notes but the other thing that I was taking part in was a kind of pop-up gallery for December and that's going to be in the Norman Centre and so I've got a few pieces of artwork on display and I've also got some handmade cards, original pieces of art. So the, the idea for me behind the cards was when I started out, it was just like, oh yes, you know, I want to do stamping. I want to do all of these kind of different techniques. But I always kept saying to myself, I want to create so the art that I create, I want to recreate that on card. But I don't necessarily want to have it printed. I know that you can print a lot more and some of my pieces of work, like the sculpture, obviously, you know, um, having prints of those would be better. But um, these are handmade, hand-painted pieces, smaller pieces of art in a card form. So if you were to send it as a gift or you could frame it, you would have an original piece of art. None of the cards are the same. They may have a similar type of de design, some of them, or similar patterns, but they're all unique in their own right. And so what I'm doing for this month is going to be having a series of cards. There's the five by five cards, there's the five by seven cards, and there's sets of four six by four cards and sets of three six by four cards. And they're just blank pieces of original art. So I'm, I was gonna say I'm excited. I'm not excited, but I'm, I'm pleased that I managed to complete the cards because that was one of the things that I'd added on my list that wasn't there originally. And it was just like, okay, well you'd started these cards from before. So why not finish them and see if, you know, the designs can be a blessing and they're not your typical, say Christmas cards. They're, you know, for all, all times of the year. And it's also in celebration, <laughs> um, it's also in celebration of the uniqueness in you. So as I said, each one is unique and it's an original piece of art. And so hopefully one will speak to you if you're, if you happen to be in the Norman Centre in Barbados, in Bridgetown, then, and if you see one of the cards, 
then one of them will speak to you or a set of four will speak to you and they're all very affordably priced considering they are all handmade and original pieces of art so that was one of the things that I was doing and the other thing that I was doing was some fabric work now I've had a year to get the pieces ready and they're kind of nearly there there's still quite a bit of stitching to do I'm doing examples of a technique used in Japanese embroidery um, for some of them and mixing it with a Caribbean African feel and yeah I'm really I, I love I love these pieces. They are really, I was gonna say they're really encouraging, but there's something about them that really speaks or is speaking to me as I create. And they're pieces that it's a lot larger than I would normally do. I'm gonna show you some, um, some examples of them in my blog and on my Patreon blog so that you can see. And I will have on the Patreon blog, just for patrons as well, on one of the tiers, there's going to be examples of the stitching. And I think I talk about the idea behind some of the pieces in those videos. So I'm looking forward to getting those done. And I guess that's it because it's, it's there's so many things that I'm thinking, okay, I need to do that. Okay, I need to do this and I'm piling them on. So at the moment I've got one main wall hanging it's going to be a wall hanging and there's three others that are in the running to be complete they really want to be part of this journey but it's whether or not you know other things want to come and take priority now these are my priority but you know how it is something comes up and like for these cards now I have to go and drop them off so that's like two hours out of my day where two hours out of tomorrow um so yeah it's like it's really um fulfilling doing the pieces i've enjoyed making it's smaller pieces that have then been brought together i i found it easier to work that way because I was becoming overwhelmed with the largest piece, the largest size, you know, working on a grand scale. And because my studio space doesn't quite lend itself to doing massive pieces, unless I did a massive clear up. And so right, where I'm sitting now, I've, I've got my computer on my desk. I've got um, things that I want to do in terms of social media, because that's another thing that I will mention after this but also these pieces of, of fabric wall art that I'm really keen to see come to the end. And it's, it's amazing when it does all come together and you just think, oh, it was worth it. It was worth that, you know, pushing through. The other thing that I'm doing with these pieces is that they have their own, uh, the method by which they are hung the wood that is used has been harvested from my garden and I'm really proud of that because I've you know it's either cotton or uh, it's like a a orange blossom type plant where the leaves smell like orange blossom and the wood has been dried out and again 
even that was a therapeutic activity that I was able to take part in and go through the process and it was just like it was always something that I wanted to do the idea that I can you know create these things and I was doing wood burning on the wood and it's just really nice to see all the bits come together so I'm really looking forward that will probably be my activity tomorrow because well, I don't know how quickly I can stitch um, these pieces it's, it's quite a lot of detail but um, I'm going to persevere and I have set myself quite a big challenge because as I said the other thing I've kind of changed up my social media strategy and I'm also working on several different projects at the same time and it's just like I really just want to focus on the stitching now and I think the stitching and the embroidery has kind of come at a good time because it's a way of stilling the mind and when we look at how the art impacts on our health and well-being it's these kind of things that are repetitive that require you to slow down that really has its greatest impact and you can be while you're stitching you could be thinking over maybe the answer to a particular issue i i now just think to myself okay you know this is the issue and this is what i need to happen and it's this is exactly how i approached these pieces i went to bed last night and i said to myself i've got or the night before and it was just like i've got all these pieces of work to do how am i going to approach it in its simplest form and I just left it. I didn't think, okay, we've got to sit down and sort it out. We've got to work it out. And when I, before I went to sleep, the answer came. So the answer came for my cards and I just knocked the cards out. The cards were already done. They, all they needed was, you know, their envelopes and their bags. And it was just like, wow, you know, I, I was making it a lot more than it was. And then the art pieces, I had already said to myself that, you know, rather than try and fill it with stitches, you've got a lot going on already. Why don't you start putting the things together and seeing how they fit? You can still, if at the end, you know, you want to do more stitching, you can always do that. But why don't you, yeah, work with what you've got for the moment and put them together and then move on. And it's actually, that's how now I've got the four pieces and now to the, to the point where it's like, they're all vying for my attention and they're all saying like, complete me, complete me, you know, let me go in the exhibition. But the one that I've been working on mainly is, is, is that one. And I'm telling you now, guys, um, <laughs> speaking to the artwork, but there, there will be other exhibitions where the pieces can be displayed. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward. I'm looking forward to getting all the pieces done, but I'm, I'm leaving it open so that I'm not going to be disappointed if they're not. I just know that whatever pieces are not completed, it wasn't their time to. I, I definitely feel that there's an energy that we pass on, that we pass through, that we have when we're creating. And that is passed into the work. And it's really important for me that my intention is set at one that's wanting to bless, wanting to encourage, wanting to 
be a value. So I have been changing my social media approach and what I realise is that I'm, I do produce a lot of content. Each week I'm like, you know, I'm doing three podcast episodes, I'm doing two gardening videos, two art videos, and I've still got an art video to do for today. And uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? I'm blogging. I've got the arts and health network that I post to. And so they're um, original pieces of content in themselves. I'm just looking to see if I'd forgotten anything. Um, Patreon. I've got a creative garden patreon and an arts patreon and producing content at the moment i've been producing public content because like for my gardening videos i didn't start i didn't have a blog where i could um where i could release all the photographs and images and i thought why not do that on a patreon blog because you can just blog as normal and just you know release it to the public and there are tiers that you know, you can have download some images and other things if you decide. But if you just want to go on the blog and check it out and see, you know, the articles, see the images, you can do that. And so that's what I started with that. And so I was looking at, yeah, I've got all these uh, over 10 pieces of content each week that is unique each week. How are you sharing it? And I realized that I wasn't sharing them. You know, I wanted to increase the amount of, I was it's just like increasing the amount of content, but it was just like, but you needed to share what you have. There's no point putting out the, there's no point putting out the podcast, like today's podcast and not sharing it so as many people can listen to it as possible. Not everybody knows that I do have a, 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 podcast where I'm sharing information and so it was it's really important or it's become important that I look strategically at not only how often I'm posting it's not that it's that I'm sharing across the platforms I'm sharing so that people can see the content and be blessed by the content so that's taken up a lot of time to kind of get into the swing of things and I'm trying to get ahead of myself and what I'm finding is it's just like oh my gosh how many pieces of how many times have I shared that you know has this thing hasn't even I haven't even scratched the surface I've just managed to share the post on the site that it's designed for like say the podcast but I haven't tweeted it I haven't Facebooked it I haven't linked in it I haven't written a blog about it and um, I was just yeah kind of looking differently at how I post so that is that is what's going on for me the exhibition starts on the 15th of December and I think it goes on for a few weeks so again if you're in and around Barbados then definitely pay a visit I'll probably be doing a live uh, video either a live video or a video of the exhibition I always think it's important to document the work that we're seeing and the work of artists and I've been doing that with the artist 
studio tours I've been editing the videos I haven't taken the videos for that those particular artists but I've been editing those videos and it's really a great way to get to know the artists and see some of their work it's it's been brilliant so without further ado we are going to go into some upcoming events in and around England and I'm just looking for I'll maybe give you okay that one's today and I think I mentioned that did I mention that last yeah that one's gone so we've got photography mental health and creative expression arts SIG conference and that's on the 11th of December it says join artists Daniel Reagan and Antonia Atwood to learn about the creative arts practice in mental health and their work in social prescribing and participate in two workshops on mindful making and now that's really useful because I was talking about that last week about looking at you know how the arts can impact and there was a conference I think as well was it this one no it wasn't this one anyway so yeah this one's on the 11th so that's next week we will be having an artist called Nala who will be talking about arts and mental health on the podcast and will probably I can't tell you when we're going to have him in it's either by it's either towards the end of the month or next year in January he's going to be coming on so I'll definitely leave the link and I'll definitely let you know in the meantime what I'll be doing is I did a mini interview with him and he talks briefly about his work and so I'm going to be sharing that on the podcast over the next couple of weeks um so that's going to be really good he's he's um a really powerful artist I would say his work is very powerful very um on you know social commentary and looking at different situations so he did a exhibition called malcontent malcontent yeah and he's going to be doing a theater production in february when i last spoke to him it was going to be in february but i will keep you updated with uh, the dates and also uh, put some links in for his his social media so that you can go and see he's also in the middle of updating his social media so you will be yeah you will be able to I'll probably leave his um I'll probably leave his uh Facebook page so that you can have a look so we've got dementia and imagination arts as inspiration artists as researchers in and it's going to be taking place in Derby and that's the 17th of December the University of Derby art space research in dementia cluster invite you to attend a seminar in their series of arts based and creative approaches to dementia care so that looks really good and definitely worthwhile you know attending I'm not sure whether any of these events are going to be you know doing a video where you know depending on it doesn't matter whether you are anywhere else in the world that you will be able to see what's going on and maybe even 
contribute in some way. So it's worthwhile getting in contact with them to see, because I think normally a lot of them do video their conferences and usually have it available for people if they want to if they weren't able to attend they can purchase the video of the conference and all of the workshops so that's good early stage dementia awareness training arts for dementia 24th of, 24th of january 2020 so i went to a one of their trainings very a lot quite a few years ago um we're looking at at least 10 years ago and it was for the early stages of dementia um i was teaching art workshops and wanted to just rather than just have my experience wanted to also know from a practitioner's point of view and and somebody who was you know I'm an arts practitioner but I'm a carer who's got personal experience and bringing the two so that I could approach other people because the only the only experience the experience that I had was dealing with my mum and then I went on and worked at an arts, um, uh, sorry, a dementia uh, care centre and, and taught art workshops. But it was, it was good to get that kind of, you know, the foundation. And there were so many things that I hadn't thought of that actually really did provide, you know, um, some great information that I could put back into my practice and uh, they do several trainings, so that's happening next year. And then I'm gonna give you two more. The Art of Aging, <laughs> the Art of Aging Artfully, the Midlands Art Centre. This event is produced by the Midlands Art Centre on behalf of the Bearing Foundations and Arts Council England, and they will explore the role of creativity, arts and culture change in the experience of growing older and ask if a medical model of old age can address the creative and cultural realities of our elderly and i think this is definitely a a good topic that we have to think about and we think about in terms of culture and look at different cultural backgrounds and how we can utilize the arts and how different cultures utilize arts and creativity as part of the culture anyway and see how we can as creatives kind of bridge that gap and be more in you know bring the older generation more into some of these things that we're not only discussing but things that we're putting together and get their input as well so that's the 5th of february 2020 and i said the last one the the not that one yeah this one the culture of care culture health and well-being alliance national conference and that's the derby museum it's interesting isn't it that um i wonder if these organizations are connecting with one another because there's there's a lot that each of them and you know artists as well are doing that will benefit the community and it's it needs to have like an organization an umbrella organization that is feeding all of 
the information that's happening, whether that is, you know, possible because a lot of things are happening in satellite kind of organisations around the world, basically. And if we can feed in this information to maybe a central database where we can see what the good practice is, we can see what, you know, information that's like leading edge and we can see where, you know, there are a range of, say, artists who can, you know, add their input into it as well and see what they're doing. That's one of the reasons why I started the Arts and Health Network, which I'll link in the description. And it was really to bring together a lot of these um, things. And now there are other organizations that are doing it, but I do it, it's an online network. And it really is for people to put down what they're doing, to share what they're doing, and for us to have like a platform where we can see, okay, you know, we've got several artists who are interested in participating in, say, the impact of the arts on health, and we've got doctor surgeries that are willing to, you know, like prescribe particular um, activities, and how can we work together? How can, you know, an organization, say, in Derby, connect with a one in, I don't know, London to Manchester to Barbados to the States, Australia, and really how we can connect across the world because it's fine. There are so many countries that don't then have the resources, but they would have artists. They may have artists, but they might not have the resources to do the research. So where the research is being done, let it roll out to artists, practitioners, organisations that can then, you know, put those things into practice. So that's where I want to end it. I, I hope that that has been a useful pieces of inspir inspiration and information and that, you know, if you are doing some, something creative that you will share what you're doing. That's how we all grow, that's how we all, you know, we have to get out of the mindset about caring what other people are gonna say about us and share the important information that we need to because we have a value and a role to play in our changing landscape. And as we create our own realities, we, we can create some beautiful, things in this world and, and be the answer to so many of the, the, the issues that bog people down. And yeah, when we kind of step out and we are, you know, living our own truth, then it's amazing what we're going to be able to do or what we can do or what we are doing. So take care for now. I will be sharing some of the online imagery for the work that I'm doing. I really do feel good about the textures, the, the, the textiles, the, the, the way things are coming together and I'd love for you to be able to see it. Whether I'll be able to do a, like a little mini show before the exhibition or just wait until it's all unveiled on the 15th, that's going to be brilliant, but I will give you a sneak peek. Anyway, so take care for now. All of the links will be put in the description and on my Reality Arts blog you to see a bit more okay then so take care for now and i will see you soon you're listening to reality arts helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents 
Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.